Well, good morning, everyone, and Merry Christmas. It's great to have you all here with us this morning. Welcome to those of you visiting with us today. It is great to have you here, and welcome to those of you joining us via the live stream. It is great to have you here, as always. You can download today's bulletin by going to spdlc slash livestream, uh, spdlc.org slash livestream. That's important. So, again, welcome to all of you. It is our Liturgy of Carols. It is a wonderful service uh, that we do every year, giving us an opportunity to sing some of those beloved Christmas hymns that we just don't get a whole lot of opportunity to sing the rest of the year. So, it is great to have you all here. I invite you now to please rise as in silence we prepare our hearts and minds for worship.
Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, from love from the beginning, word made flesh, breath of heaven. Amen. Let us confess our sins with confidence in God's promise of forgiveness. God, wonderful counselor, we confess that we have turned from your gifts and chosen our own way. We have not made room for you in our hearts or in our world. We have lived in fear. We have not welcomed the stranger. We desire gifts that will not endure. Forgive us our sins, known and unknown, and open us to receive the peace of Jesus dwelling in and among us. Amen. God's loving kindness has appeared to us in Christ our Savior. We are saved not by anything we have done, but by God's mercy poured out upon us richly. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Through the Spirit living in you, God give you faith to trust Jesus, who is love born for you now and always. Amen. Please be seated. As we light this candle today, we thank you, God, for the hope you give us, for the peace you bestow, for the joy you pour into our hearts, and for the love that redeems us and shows us the way. We thank you, God, for the gift of Jesus. Let us pray. Loving God, Emmanuel, we thank you for being with us, for sending your Son to walk with us and to lead us. As Christ Jesus was born of Mary, so may he be born in us and through us revealed to the world. Grant that the hope, the peace, the joy, and the love of which we have heard and spoken throughout this holy season be fully realized in us as we worship and serve you through him, now and forevermore. Amen.
be with you. Let us pray. Shine into our hearts the light of your wisdom, O God, and open our minds to the knowledge of your word, that in all things we may think and act according to your good will, and may live continually in the light of your Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
A reading from Psalms. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his host. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, all you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. He established them forever and ever. He fixed their bounds, which cannot be passed. Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters and all the deeps, fire and hail, snow and frost, stormy wind fulfilling his command. Mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, creeping things and flying birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and women alike, old and young together. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His glory is above earth and heaven. He has raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his faithful, for the people of Israel who are close to him. Praise the Lord. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the second chapter. Glory to you, Lord. When the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice, according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves and two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will peace your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years after their marriage, and then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped there 
with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment, she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Please be seated. Well, Merry Christmas to you all. Today is day two of 12 in the season of Christmas, making it one of the shortest seasons in the entire church year. And with it being so short in length, the opportunity for us to sing Christmas hymns comes and goes very quickly. And though we will not be singing about drummers drumming, pipers piping, lords a-leaping, ladies dancing, maids a-milking, swans a-swimming, geese a-laying, golden rings, calling birds, French hens, turtle doves, or partridges in pear trees, today, as part of the Liturgy of Carols, we are singing a number of beloved Christmas hymns. And now, we will also hear specifically a little bit about the history of two of them. The first one, 
that boy, child of Mary, and O little town of Bethlehem. Martin Luther said, beautiful music is the art of the prophets that can calm the agitations of the soul. It is one of the most magnificent and delightful presents God has ever given us. Perhaps this gift, especially in recent times, has never been more appropriate as our souls, our thoughts and feelings have certainly been all over the board in many and various ways during the past two years. Now music is often considered the universal language for it can capture the very essence and express all of the human emotions, the very feelings that we may be experiencing at any given moment in our lives, feelings that we may be experiencing today. Now many of our Christmas hymns reflect the joy and the wonder and the miraculous magic of the season. But there are also hymns that invite us into the sharp, emotional, and personal realities of the writer, the poet, and the musician. So this morning, these hymns are that we are going to listen to and sing right now will do just that. Listen as they draw us into the writer's feelings and reveal to us the very heart of the Christmas message, moving us from darkness to light, from, from fear to trust, from despair to faith, hope, and love, and to the eternal promise that God is with us now and forevermore. Our first hymn, that boy, child, that boy, Child of Mary, hymn number 293 in your ELW, in your red hymnal, was written by Thomas Stevenson Colvin. He was a Scottish missionary, a minister and missionary. He was trained as an engineer, but he left a position in that field to attend Trinity College in Glasgow as a divinity student. He was ordained by the Church of Scotland in 1954. Colvin was a pastor of a London inner city parish for eight years and a missionary in Africa for 26, serving mostly in Ghana and Malawi. A member of Scotland's Iona community for almost 50 years, he lived the rule of this community in his service to others and a sense of Christian justice. He died of a heart attack in Edinburgh on February 24, 2000. In concert with his commitment to the rule of the Iona community members, Colvin's missionary ministry was characterized by justice issues such as Christian service committees, refugee settlement, and community development projects. Among his many activities, Colvin participated in community, de community development, training in parts of South, Southern Africa, and aided refugees from Mozambique seeking sanctuary in neighboring Malawi. These areas of service were the focus of Colvin's ministry rather than the development of indigenous congregational song. The songs collected by Colvin have been spread by members of the Iona community around the world. Several of his texts set to African melodies have found a home in Western hymnals. 
Colvin nurtured new African congregational songs by adapting local melodies and writing new texts appropriate for African Christians, and as it turns out, Christians around the world. He introduced his first hymn to the Ionic community and then beyond. Colvin served in Africa at a time of rising nationalism and African independence from colonial powers. In many cases, Colvin wrote Christian texts for existing African tunes. That boy, child of Mary, uses a melody from Malawi. The text was written in 1967 for St. Michael's Cathedral in Malawi. Many African Christians find a connection between the naming of Jesus in the temple and the meaning of names given to newborn children in Africa. African names often express the child's place in the family, aspirations for the child, and among Christians may include a biblical name. An African baby naming ceremony is a festive family gathering, often eight days after the baby's birth. Following a lavish meal, various family members submit names. The father announces the names and their meanings. At the conclusion of the ceremony, the baby's name is revealed to all gathered, and the infant is passed around to everyone. Names in African communities have power. This hymn is a baby naming song for the infant Jesus. The stanzas alternate between a question and response, like a baby naming ceremony in many African cultures. The stanzas of this hymn tell the meaning of Jesus' name, God ever with us. A later stanza places Jesus in our family. Gift of the Father to human mother makes him our brother. Finally, this newborn child carries the hopes of the world, the whole world, because he has come to save us all. This is that boy, child of Mary.
I just love the structure of that hymn with the stanzas going between the question and then followed by the response. It's not a very familiar one, but hopefully it's a little more so now. Our next one is far more familiar. O Little Town of Bethlehem, hymn number 279 in your red hymnal. On December 24th, 1865, Phillips Brooks was halfway around the world, feeling much older than his 30 years of age. He was already recognized as one of the most dynamic Christian voices in America. It was Brooks, only six years into his ministry, who had been asked to give the funeral message for President Abraham Lincoln. This, that solemn honor, along with leading Philadelphia's Holy Trinity Church through the bloody years of the Civil War, had taken its toll on Brooks. And so exhausted from those years and their events and longing for rest, he took a sabbatical from preaching to visit the Holy Land, hoping to find peace. It was a trip that would dramatically change his life and renew his calling. To ordained ministry. There, as he visited Bethlehem and looked out at the landscape at night, he recalled the story of the Savior's birth. And by being present in the place where Jesus was born, he was able to add vivid detail to the familiar scripture story of the Christ child born under the starry sky of Bethlehem. So there, on the streets, almost unchanged since biblical times, the lines for a poem jumped to his mind. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, a silent star goes by. However, the beloved hymn, O little town of Bethlehem, with all the vivid detail from Brooks' Holy Land experience, did not come into existence for three more years. When Brooks looked ahead to the Christmas season of 1868, he again thought of his experience riding into Bethlehem at dusk and the church service he would experience later that night. And as he relived that moment in his life, the words to this poem once again began to flow out of him. When he finished writing on Christmas Eve, he hurried to share his poem with his friend and church organist, Louis Redner, who, with very little time to spare, completed the music to a little town of Bethlehem on Christmas Day morning. It was first performed by the children's choir in his church and very quickly was included in hymnals as a seasonal favorite. But one child who wasn't yet born would find special meaning in Brooks's song, Helen Keller, the famous educator who was born blind and deaf, met Brooks years later. He was the one who explained the gospel to her for the first time. Through her teacher and translator, Ann Sullivan, she told Brooks, I've always known there was a God, but until now, I've never known his name. The carol's third verse, though written years before Brooks had met Keller, captures perfectly the joy of salvation, arriving to a deaf and blind child 
whose ears could not hear his coming, but whose heart had long recognized his presence. How silently, how silently, the wondrous gift is given, so God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his heaven. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. This is a little town of Bethlehem.
loving God, word made flesh, we give you thanks for the beautiful gift of music and song that can bring joy to our hearts and calm the agitations of our soul. For writers, for poets and musicians that bring your word to life in our world and in our lives. On this day and always, be near us, Lord Jesus, we ask you to stay. Close by us forever and love us, we pray. Bless all the dear children in your tender care and fit us for heaven to live with you there. Let it be so. Amen.
places with the heavenly host and Christians throughout time and space. Let us pray for the church, the world, and all who are in need. You come to us in gatherings of your church across the globe. Unite us with those who celebrate your birth, even when they are weighed down by grief, loss, poverty, hunger, or injustice. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You come to us in the diverse splendor of the universe. Grant us the humility to trust our place in the network of creation, that we live in service to you and in harmony with the natural world. Hear us, O God. You come to us through relationships of many kinds, families, friendships, communities, and nations. Guide us in these relationships that we recognize the Christ child in one another and show your love to those most vulnerable. Hear us, O God. Be with all who long for your healing touch this day, especially Barb, Lincoln, Margaret, Dennis, Mitchell, Ray, Gloria, Mary, Shirley, Karen, Roxy, Jim, Nancy, Danella, Rick, and Ken. Comfort and strengthen those who mourn, especially the Stay and Espjornsen families. Hear us, O God. You come to us in acts of justice and forgiveness. Supply us with the wisdom to be people who shine your light of compassion to those near and far. Hear us, O God. We thank you for all the dear ones we miss this day and for all the ways your loving kindness came to us through them. Hear us, O God. Rejoicing in your word made flesh among us, we commend these prayers to you, confident of your grace and love made known to us in the Christ child. Amen. Receive the benediction. God, the creator who delights in you, Jesus, the savior who is born for you, and the life-giving spirit who shines on you, bless you and keep you in hope and peace. Amen.
Jesus. Thanks be to God.